Welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose Feliciano with Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, Jose explains that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. He draws from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy. Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose Feliciano. Good morning, Jose. How are you? Doing great. How about you today? I am doing fantastic. I, I Yeah, I'm, again, so glad to be back with you. And I'm so glad that you brought Jeff back. Welcome, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Good to be I am here. Doing, doing great. For those that are joining us for the very first time, Jeff was on the last podcast as well. This is Jeff Feliciano, and Jeff and Jose are brothers. They work together, work together really well uh, from what I've seen. And I know that each team member we talked about in the last podcast, each team member kind of specializes in some things. Jeff, tell me a little bit about what you specialize in again. I'm a certified financial planner, and I, I specialize in just helping people make smart choices with money and resources. Mm-hmm. So I work with families. I work with business owners, uh, just help, help them create game plans to achieve the things that are most important to them. Fantastic. And I know today we're talking about protection, which is a a huge topic. I mean, there's so many moving parts to it. Why did you choose protection as a topic today? You know, I think that, uh, most financial planning, we think it's just focusing on investments and retirement plans and mutual fund choices. But at the end of the day, Different things are important to different people, and then there's a lot of families that spend a lifetime creating wealth, sacrificing today for mm-hmm. the future, and sometimes they don't give enough thought to, all right, if something were to happen to me, what would I want to have happen to my business or to my assets? Uh, do I really want to give everything to my kids or grandkids, or do I prefer to maybe put some structure to it and have it spread out over a period of time? Mm-hmm. How do I just make sure that the people that I care most about uh, are taken care of uh, financially? Yeah. And this is a huge topic. So where do we start with this? You know, I read a, uh, I read an article early in my career that I think it was in the Wall Street Journal or Money Magazine. I can't quite remember, but the point of it was it was referring to over, I think it was 70% of the people in the United States pass away without even as much as a simple will. Wow. Uh, although, you know, that's a big number. We see it all the time, so it doesn't really surprise us. But there was a, a, a part in the article that was talking about inheritances. And it was referring to that over 90% of all inheritances are spent within the first 18 months. Are you so serious? So when you think about all the trillions and trillions of dollars, it's set to pass from the baby boom generation or, you know, over the next 10, 15, 20 years. That's tremendous wealth. I think people don't ask themselves enough, all right, if something were to happen to me, what would I want to have happen? And mm-hmm. is everything really set up that way? That is staggering. I have never heard that statistic. And did you say 90% it's gone in 18 months? Yeah, it's been it's been years ago, but it was to that oh. effect. Over 90% of all inheritances are gone within the first 18 months. And if you think about it, I mean, the older generation, they sacrificed. Uh, they, would, they would sacrifice today for tomorrow. They were savers. And if you think of, I know my kids and we're in a today society, a today mentality, and mm-hmm. anything you want, you can have today, whether you have the money or not. 
I mean, look at cell phones, look at Google, look at information. Any question you have, you can get the answer in a matter of seconds. Any song you want to listen to, I can have it playing in 20 seconds. If you want to watch a movie, I can have it up and running through my iPhone in a matter of a, a minute or so. But we're, you know, th- this generation, the younger people, we don't look at to, we don't look at the future like our parents did. We don't look at the decisions that we make today and what type of impact does it have 10, 15, 20 years from now because, again, we can have all the things we want today even if we don't have the money to purchase those things through credit cards and borrowing and things of that nature. Now, this is kind of a loaded question, but Jose, I know you're, you guys are obviously you're in the same office. Are you seeing the same things? Are you, are you seeing that same kind of trend? What he said about getting access to information quickly, and we've been asked, you know, why do I need you when we could just Google anything up? Mm. And really the answer to his question was in his question. And what we have found is that the problem is that people don't know the questions to ask. Yeah. Knowing that the inheritances are gone within 18 months and you've got three children, you might have, you know, Johnny over here, child A is really great and got a head on his shoulders with money, and you got child B, they'll blow it and six months soon as they get it and shall see whatever the, the situation is. So providing structure is very important for the benefit of your kids. It really does benefit them, but it's really a deep conversation about what we really want. You know, people really want to take action, and enjoy their lives. What if something does happen? What's the next step? So I think that going to, to a deeper level in all areas of planning is so important. And I think that's what separates us from the back. Yeah. I, now I, when I think of passing away, right. I, you know, I have a couple kids and I've got some grandkids now. I want to make sure that I do what's in their best interest and help them out as, as best I can. And I, I, what I'm hearing from you guys is kind of two situations and maybe there's more, but I would say that one of them is inheritance based on the wealth that I've created. And then the other one might be what I would consider the insurance side of things. Is, is that about right, or are there other things I need to consider as well? Yeah, and Jeff touched on before about changes in our life and how, how things never stay the same. Uh, but I'll take my example. You know, our parents are deaf-mutes. So at the age of 19, I, I had a little brother and little sister. They were five and three at the time. My mother, my parents are deaf-mutes. And I knew if something happened to me, I wanted to make sure that their lives were taken care of. And what did, what did that mean to me at that time? You know, I, I had a life insurance policy that I needed for me to make sure that that was taken care of to give mm-hmm. me the peace of mind. And then as you flow through life, as they grew up, and then you have a daughter on my own, what do we want to have happen if college is important or whatever her lifestyle, whatever the situation is. But then, of course, having, having to take care of parents is very important. And then also now that having a business with, with 30-something employees it's important to me that this yeah. business continues on and make sure that my life is insured to make sure that there's a, a, an influx of money that comes into the business to keep it intact. And and we got key employees that you can't live without. It's important to me to make sure that their families are taken care of and that the clients are taken care of because, you know, we've got clients that have been doing business with us for 30 years and just to make sure that everybody is uh, is really thinking it through to make sure that we have a self-completing plan. Yeah, that's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, let me let me add to that because I think I tend to find that the conversation kind of comes in two different parts. Part one would be if something happens to me, what do I want to have happen to the business? What impact would that have on the business if something happened to me or one of my key, key employees? Providing the right structure in the event something like that happens would be important. And, and where does the money come from? 
if it's needed uh, is, is definitely important. Making sure that, you know, family and kids have the resources they need to, to continue to live a good life and, and address their needs and education and housing and, and so forth is important. And then there's the other part, which is I've been very fortunate and blessed to really save and sacrifice for the future. And I've created wealth, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's business interest, land, property, retirement plans, money. If, if something were to happen, what type of structure do I create with it? How do I make sure that those assets uh, take care of my spouse, take care of my kids? How do I make sure it stays in the bloodline? How do I make sure it's protected in case one of my kids gets a divorce mm. or gets sued or has some form of creditors and lawsuits? How do I just make sure that those assets are structured in a way that protects them from them as well as the unforeseen, unknown uh, realities of life. Hmm. Wow. So let me ask you this. I, I'm assuming a lot of this conversation as far as protecting children, grandchildren from inheritances or with inheritances, uh, we're going to be talking about trusts at some point, Correct. Whether it's a living trust or it's just a simple will with testamentary trust language inside of it, I think the key is, is is structure important? For some it is, some it's not. If it is important, uh, how do we uh, look at the business assets, real estate assets, investment accounts, insurance policies, and what's the most effective and efficient way to leave Mm. those assets to the people that we care most about? the most efficient way. Jose, Jeff mentioned business owners as part of the, all the information he just gave, which is, is still blowing my mind. There's so many different moving parts. Can you speak a little bit about uh, protection for business owners and, and kind of, you know, maybe some insurance needs that they don't consider? You know, I, I believe as a business owner that you want your business to be running efficiently and effectively so you can enjoy the things you want to enjoy personally. Mm-hmm. How does a business produce the income so you can enjoy the quality of life that you want to live? But what if something happens to you? What do you want to have happen to your business? And do you have key employees that you rely on, that you depend on, that mm-hmm. you would like to be part of the business? And and there's no way that the business could operate without some of these key employees. Uh, those are decisions that people have to make. And then uh, not only that, just ensuring your family, but just taking care of all the families that, that are in your organization and their families and just having things in place that, that you really got to think through, call time out, really uh, have a game plan. To, you know, what if, what if this yeah. happened? What if that happened? And what do you want to have happen? And I think that's very important. Jose, I know that at the beginning of this podcast, you had mentioned that you're CFP and that you work with families and you work with business owners. Are you seeing when business owners are coming to you, do they have some things in place? Are they even scratching the surface of, of what they need? Or are they really coming to you with pretty solid plans that you're just helping to kind of shore up a bit? Maybe a little bit of both. But I, I do believe that most business owners, they're, they spend most of their time thinking about all the things they need to do in growing their business. They're mm-hmm. going 100 miles an hour. They're in the weeds. It's tough as a business owner. I mean, we find that sometimes of calling time out to work on your business and just think through the needs of your business and contingency plans if things were to happen to, you know, yourself or one of your key employees. So I'd say more often than not, 
people have an idea of the things that are important to them, the things they want to address, but no real game plan of, of specific action items to take mm-hmm. uh, in order to make sure they accomplish those things. And I would add one extra thing, and that is the sale of your business. Some people are positioning their business to sell, and if they do, what you know, what do you have to have in place to make that happen so you can get the maximum outcome? Yeah, I, you know, I tell you what, I, I had a situation uh, a couple of weeks ago that very successful business. We had a son that was been in the company for about eight years, and one of the things that just never thought through. All the focus was on the transition to move the parents out of the business and for the son to take over. But we've got two other kids. They're not actively involved in the business. So if something were to happen to mom or dad or the parents, well, what happens to the business? How do you create an equitable distribution of of who the business goes to and how do you take care of the other two? that aren't in the business. Uh, so there's a lot of issues that you just have to think through and, and kind of talk out loud and that just become critically important, especially uh, when there's business involved. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of thinking out loud, this is, you guys have thrown so much at me and the audience, as far as when it comes to, you know, we kind of started talking about insurance needs and, and really this has been all about protection. I know we started the podcast off talking about protection as, as the main thing, but there are so many moving parts. I'm going to ask a huge favor. Would you guys be willing to do a series just on protection alone? Because we cannot possibly cover the things that I've heard on this podcast so far, which helped me kind of put these things in order. Um, or not in order, but just kind of list them down. We we talked about spouses, right? We talked about long-term protection for them and yourself, children and grandchildren, so multi-generational planning and thinking, business owners, employees. There's so many pieces. Could you guys do a, a series? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That, would, that would be uh, that'd be exciting to to educate, no doubt about it. Okay, so let's dive into this a little bit. So w- what can be in this series? So I, I named a couple, but I know that I'm missing a ton because you guys have, you guys are the experts. <laughs> so well, what can we you, talk about I, during the series? Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty good. I mean, you've got personal family, protecting a spouse, protecting kids, providing enough resources uh, in order for them to continue to pay bills and be mm-hmm. comfortable and go to college and take care of debt without having to worry about where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. I think there's the business aspect of it, whether it's uh, protecting the business, protecting a business from the loss of a key employee, succession planning of a business when it goes to the next generation. Maybe, you know, what are the plans, the agreement between multiple owners if mm-hmm. something were to happen? What kind of buy-sell agreement should be in place and, and what does that look like? I think you, you said it well. It's the what do you do for the next generational planning Does it make sense to create a little bit more structure, maybe some protective measures, uh, funding alternatives, uh, Mm -hmm. what assets to leave? Should we move assets or insurance policies or things into a trust for the benefit of? There's a variety of things that, but I think those three categories is, is probably a good place to start. Business, family, and maybe multi generational planning or even I guess you could throw in the charitable aspect too we see that quite a bit yeah okay one, th- one thing I would add there is you know you've got a lot of families that had divorces and so forth and you've got one, this, the, the uh, both spouses had previous marriages and have two or three kids and, and so yeah. it's you 
you really want to do some deep planning and we could talk about those situations oh, and then of course point. the tax efficiencies of everything too so anyway yeah that's a, that's a lot that's a lot to cover i'm assuming you spoke about wills right earlier that hardly anybody has one i think it was 70 percent, if i'm not mistaken if i'm quoting that correctly people don't even have a simple will when you talk about wills are you also including estate plans in that is that something that is is part of that or is that are those two separate items uh, you know, it's all it, it all runs parallel. I mean, at, at the end of the day, if you don't have one, the state has one for you. Oh, it yeah. may not be what you want to have happen, but I think it's that that whole category of all right. If something were to happen to me, what would I want to have happen mm-hmm. with my assets and the land, the property, the money, the retirement plans, and you know, do I have everything really set up that way? Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like we're going to be doing a protection series. I'm really, really excited about that. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I I do have a question. So the question is, of this protection series, what's the first one we need to do? I would say cash flow is probably the most important. I think you set up a whole game plan around that. Okay. Everybody is different. When you mentioned retirement, that means different things to different people. So it depends what your cash flow is and what, what, what you want to spend in retirement, what your cash flow needs in your business or your cash flow needs in your your uh, kid's education. Whatever the case may be, yeah. I think it's all involved around that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, you've got to have the cash flow to be able to put protection in place for all the different moving parts. So, all right. So the first one in our protection series will be cash flow. You guys have homework to do. <laughs> yeah, you bet. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, it doesn't matter if the breadwinner passes away. What are you losing? You're losing their cash flow, the ability yeah. to make money to bring income to the family. I look at it as if you would insure an ATM machine that's producing income, uh, then you have to look at yourself as the as the person that's making it happen. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have a plan of attack. Audience, I hope that you are you got your seatbelt on. Uh, this is going to be a great series. I don't even know how many podcasts it's going to be. I don't know if we, any of us know how many podcasts that's going to be, but it's going to be a very important series uh, for you to hear and, and share with your friends and family and also your colleagues, because, you know, we're going to be talking about business, obviously. Are there any closing thoughts for today's podcast? Well, we've talked about so many things. I'm, you're right about splitting it up in the series because there is a lot to think about and everybody's in different situations. Jeff, you want to add? No, I mean, just, you know, outside of we get life is so busy with kids and business and activities. And we just find that most of the time people don't just call time out to really organize and simplify their lives and some of the decisions that they have to make and the impact that it has on not just them, but the people that they care about. So if I can just encourage people to call time out, take the time to talk to your spouse, to talk to your partner in your business and just to think through, hey, if something were to happen, what are the things that are most important to us? Uh, Who are the people that rely on us for their financial and their well-being? And let's come up with a plan just to think those things through and make sure that we know exactly how we're going to address those things if and when that time comes. Let me just add this. Some people feel like they have to have all the answers before they go see somebody. Mm-hmm. So they take no action, which to me is action. And even if you're just 80% there, everything is subject to change, but at least get a plan in place yeah. and have it in motion. And then when you do the reviews, we can sharpen it up. But the bottom line is having no plan, I believe is is action. So no yeah. action is action. And I 
want to encourage people to take action. Yeah, it can be detrimental if you don't. So that's great advice. Gentlemen, great podcast again. I'm really looking forward to this series, and I want to thank you for your time today. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. You got to enjoy it. All right. And the last thank you, of course, goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Jose comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And this is the one to share. I'll probably say this a couple more times during this, this these podcast series, but really think about this one because they brought up so many things to think about. Let somebody else think about those things with you and then have that discussion, just like Jose had said. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. 